Welcome to episode 77 of Drew's Sports Crew here on this Sunday night. Yeah, it's a light one here on the podcast, but look, we have a lot to talk about. High school football week two, last week in Oncon games has come and gone, and I'm here to break that down for you guys here. And also, can't forget Milwaukee Brewers. We have to recap this past week in baseball. Look, I mean, it was an interesting week for the Milwaukee Brewers, to say the least. We'll talk about it here on the podcast. But first, I go through the announcements before we go into that high school Stuff as many people want to hear, of course, but social medias, right? You got to follow Instagram and Twitter at Drew's Drew Sports Crew. So go check that out there. And then also Thrive. Yeah, I, I put that one on the bottom today. So check that out. Use code J2M. Wanted to shout a little journey a million here as that there will be a live episode here again Tuesday night. It'll be Tuesday night, not Thursday. Yeah, I mean, start your journey a million today and um, sign up with that. Um, just contact us if you have any questions with that. We're doing awesome stuff with it. I mean, there's a drawing going on right now. You can win a Bobby Portis autographed sports card and then also a Luke Gedeke autograph there as well. Look, it's it's an awesome deal there. You can win those, and then plus you can win some money on Thrive. So go check that out. Contact me again at the social medias. On top, if you have any questions with those, well, look, we'll get into scheduling here. I know, I know, I hinted a little here on how the schedule is looking, but tonight, as you know, we're recording right now, episode seventy-seven. Tomorrow night, I'll be bringing Drew's baseball crew from a different area, different location. Won't be having this Packer background like this, not the Brewer stuff either. Be a little different, but I will still be bringing the lineups. And there's been a lot of success with those lineups. Been winning, uh, took third in a contest yesterday with a couple hundred people in it. So it's been pretty successful, and I look forward to be talking that with everyone here on the podcast. And then also Tuesday night, Journey a Million is going to be on a Tuesday, yes. Just a one-week thing, at least for now. Uh, we're going to be doing a best ball th- episode. We'll be talking about what best ball is, why you should do it, overall strategy. And then we'll be doing a live best ball here on the podcast. It'll be a lot of fun. I'll be, we'll see. Hopefully we can get some listeners in. I'll be reaching out, seeing if I can get any listeners. Be a lot of fun talk with them. Yeah. So it's going to be one of those episodes, more of an interactive on the, in that aspect on the side, but be a lot of fun. Fantasia ran the draft last week. It went perfect. I guess it was Saturday. We ran it. Um, I, I recommend, I mean, what I'm saying, come join on Fantasia. I have a link for that. That's also, you know, on the link tree if you want to check that out. But yeah, we ran the Fantasia draft. The app's very smooth. The app layout is nice. And yeah, everyone who was there got to make their picks. And now we are getting ready for the season. They have trades, they have waiver wire, they have all that good stuff. So yeah, Fantasia, go check it out for your fantasy football needs. I already talked about Thrive Hats, though, is the last thing for the announcements. Fifteen dollar hats, why not? We still have fifteen or we've ten dollar sweatshirts is what I should say. So contact me also if you're interested in a $10 sweatshirt. Why not? But $15 hats is right now we got for Drew's sports crew and journey to million. So contact again, social media for all those things. If you are interested, I can get you taken care of right of way, right away, not right of way, but that that's the announcements there. No stats today. Sorry. We're skipping the segment. We're going to be going right to 
the Eastern Wisconsin Conference. We'll be talking about what happened in week two. Yeah, already two weeks of high school football have, has come and gone already. I mean, it, the time's flying. But let's go through the games. For the Eastern Wisconsin Conference, you know, it was um, the Two Rivers won, and then, um, yeah, I mean, New Holstein won, and then everyone else. It, it was a tough week for the conference, I guess is what I'm saying. So let, let's go through the games, though. We'll start with Winnebago Lutheran. And before I start, got to thank WSN is what we're using with sports. So they're linked below, as always. I mean, we've been using them for all of our our sports s- score. I mean, scores you guys are sending in, but for like the specific stats, especially, uh, thank them. I mean, they've been helping us. Of course, they're on the EWC page. Have them in the bio and whatnot. But, yeah, special thanks to WIS Sports. They're, they'll be linked below. I just want to thank them for helping the sports crew out here. So, yeah, I mean, going through the, the stats here now. Winnebago Lutheran 21, Chilton 14 was the story there, and that game was at Chilton High School. So Winnebago Lutheran jumped out to a 7-0 lead at half. And then, uh, yeah, from there they put 14 up in the third. Chilton answered with their first point of the game with a touchdown. And uh, that kind of – or Chilton scored right away in the third, I should say. It was so it was tied seven seven, and then, and then what happened when Lutheran scored? And yeah, it was twenty one fourteen. Basically, was the final. Max Miller so far ten or he was ten nineteen with one hundred fourteen yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions there for Miller. Zach Halbach seven for thirty four, then rushing. Max Miller seven for twenty seven. Jared Gell twelve for fifty five. Then Jackson Ludwig one for three. Receiving, it was Ryan Ryan Pierquet was the guy four for 61 for him with a touchdown. Dalton Tash had the other touchdown there for the Tigers. Winnebago Lutheran, uh, for them, nine for 20 was Sam Lower with a touchdown and interception. And then Noah Gensler, five for 62 receiving. And Cole Weedmeyer was 16 for 68 then with rushing for two touchdowns. For him, so stats-wise, that was for that game. Chilton then, who I still have. I mean, I, I still have them as second in the conference. They started out 0-2. They had two tough non-con games. I'm not holding against them conference-wise. I still think they are They are at least their second or third. I would lean towards second the oh, for the Tigers. Next game here. Two Rivers and Brown Deer. Look, Two Rivers has had... They have had their way in these first two non-con games, and... um. Yeah, sixty-six nothing was the halftime score. I don't, I don't even know where to go with the stats, but let me read them to you. They, they were something. So Justin Klinkner, nine for twelve, four touchdowns, and um, Parker Glant also five for six with a touchdown. Noel Shulcox also had a three-yard pass, is what I'm seeing. Then for Brown Deer, three for twenty-four was Grayson McLean with four interceptions. So three for twenty-four for thirty yards, four interceptions, a zero passer rating is what they have here on with sports. Clinker rushing, Clinker for rushing yards. There we go. Four for a hundred with a touchdown. Chase Mathias seventeen for 206 so he's averaging 12.1 yards an attempt he's averaging over a first down an attempt that's a crazy stat for you i guess if i was doing stats of the week there's your stat of the week but anyways other ones right i mean we heard those um passing numbers so there had to be some guys with receiving yeah it was it was everyone 
Chase Kellner, four for 47. DeAndre McPherson, three for 14. Philip Austin Phillips, one for 34. Damian Gretz, three for 52. Elijah Mott, two for 36. Xander Pop, then two for 43. Wow. So very balanced receiving attack there for the Raiders. And her defense was great as well. Orrin Gauger had four interceptions. He had all four. That's crazy. I mean, that's. Anyways, I, I wonder where he is in the state lead for interceptions. You can also check out state leaders and stuff on West Sports. So, again, they're linked there. But force fumble then for Damien Gretz as well. Um, excellent defensive effort there for, for two rivers. So, yeah, they go 2-0. I mean, they've steamrolled again through their first two opponents. And many people who are high in two rivers stay high, and rightfully so. I mean, this, this Raiders team is, they are the real deal for sure. 39 was the score then 34 for Sheboygan Falls Keel. So Sheboygan Falls 39, Keel 34. Say it again. And so Keel then goes to 0 2 as well. And Sheboygan Falls, who of course is an Eastern Wisconsin conference foe in other other sports, but not football uh, with the realignment. So they, they get the job done here. The story was Dane Nikolai. I mean, this is a guy we talk about, right? Basketball, baseball. Whatever, you know, he, he did. He he came through, I guess, in this game here. 15 of 26, five touchdowns, one interception. So Nikolai had himself a day here. Got the job done. Also rushing 10 for 35 with a touchdown. Caleb Plyer was the other guy at 24. So excellent stuff then. And then Emmett Crowder was, as we, we you heard his name a lot here. If you were here for spring sports, you heard his name for track, I should say. Four for 143 with two touchdowns. You heard his name in the 100 meter dash and our 40 yard dash, I should say. All right. Sorry. 100 meter dash. Think, I'm thinking football. Too many, too many sports. Too many sports are going on. 100 meter dash. You heard his name a lot. And um, yeah, four for 143 again, two touchdowns. Seth Rohde, you also heard his name. Three for 103 with a touchdown. And then Reed Federer. Federer. Three for one thirty-seven. So you definitely know they were just, they were running fly routes for sure. I tell you that. Um, otherwise, yeah, I mean for Keel, we should go to Counter Faust. Twenty for twenty-six, three touchdowns there for him. And then also Faust on the rushing, fifteen of twenty-two with a touchdown. Receiving wise, Brayden April six for fifty-six. Grant Munns three for forty-seven. Then, so yeah, Keel. Unfortunately, does not win here. They they score every quarter. They go 7, 15, 6, and 6. That gets them to 34, but 26 points up by falls in the first half is just too much to handle them. 13 in the second half for them. Next game here, Utsberg, KLC. So, Utsberg gets the job done here, 37 to 16. KLC goes to 0-2. And, yeah, Utsberg, um, they, they're a great team. I mean, there's no denying that. Joey Brugnick was that was their um rushing leader 17 for 328 19.3 yard average so you know what they were doing they were on the ball the whole game um they only threw the ball 12 times and in KLC fashion they threw the ball 30 plus times they threw it exactly 30 here it was Max Breitenbach was the guy 14 of 30 two touchdowns three interceptions for him and then his receivers he had Noah Heinen, who's the guy we've been talking about here, Luke Hildebrandt as well, Jalen Paul, 
both Heinen eight for 90 with a touchdown for him. And then yeah, Hildebrand had the other touchdown there, but yeah, I mean, it was, it's a tough game. It was a tough game for KLC, tough non-con games. First two, very tough. And, uh, a conference. It's got it's gonna be a gauntlet there, as we always say here in the EWC. Next game, Ocanto Roncalli. No stats, unfortunately. However, we know this Roncalli game was close. I believe I saw it was like it was like eight to seven or something. I thought in like the second half, even. But it, and the final I got is 31-8. So not sure what was going on there. No stats, like I said, unfortunately, but we'll move on. We'll do we'll talk more in the standings and stats updates, of course. New Holstein 33, Random Lake 7. New Holstein gets their first win of the year. And Random Lake puts up their lone touchdown in the fourth quarter. But, yeah, it was 26-0. New Holstein, end of three. And they look great. I mean, they they got themselves in the win column. They did what New Holstein did, does, I should say. They run the ball a lot. Mason Buten, 15 for 132. Luke Graff, 7 for 86. Bryce Handel. 14 of 63 with two touchdowns there for him. And then Mason Schmitz had a receiving touchdown. Buten and Graf had the other touchdowns there for the Huskies. Otherwise, I, I don't have any interceptions, sacks, or forced fumbles to report there for them, but nice win there for the Huskies. Howard's Grove and Valders then squared off here. They had a non-con game last year. Howard's Grove won that, and they, they did it again. I mean, they won it here. 21-7, Valor scores their lone touchdown in the fourth quarter. So, yeah, Howard's Grove was up 7-0 first half, and then 21-0, they were up at end of three, and like I said, Valor gets that lone touchdown. It was a passing touchdown from Schneider to Cole Hovey there, a 28-yard gain there. And then otherwise, Howard's Grove, you guessed it, Tyler Rittenhouse was the guy, 28 of 127 with two touchdowns. Trent Grunewald as well, 12 for 21, 216 yards, one touchdown for Grunewald. Yeah, they had their, themselves a day two sacks there as well for Bryant Dortman for the for Howard's Grove. And I unfortunately do not have any stats for Valors. No data available is what I'm seeing. So I can't give you the Valors numbers, but we do know Schneider to Hovey was a passing touchdown there. And then extra point was made by Elise Sparks there. So Elias Sparks gets that extra point, and then Trey Schneider passing touchdown. Cole Hovey receiving touchdown is what, what we got. I don't know if that's going to be reflected in the stats and the stats leaders because they don't have them in here, but just keep that in mind when I'm reading the stats, if they're inaccurate in any way. Clintonville, 34, Brilliant 14 is the final game we will be talking about here. So the Brilliant Lions were actually up here, 6, six nothing, end of one. And then Clintonville did what they they do best. I mean, they pass the ball. They pass the ball a lot. They're going to pass in volume 21 times, 13 of 21, four touchdowns there for Cade Rosnow. And yeah, I mean, seven for 116 was Jordan Wagner. Samuel Wagner then was three for 10 with two touchdowns. So the Wagners had four touchdowns combined there. And they that, that was all they needed. 10 for 53 was Zach Spaulding rushing with a touchdown. And yeah, for the Brilliant Lions, Joe Shimmick, three for five, one touchdown, one interception there for him. And Brilliant had the balance rushing attack. Jane Bastion, 19 of 83. Ben Olson, 13 of 65. Bryce Gantz, three of 15. Chase Thibodeau, 13 of 53. And Ben Olson had a 30-yard reception. Bastion had four 
yard reception. Damon Schmidt that had the touchdown there for Brilliant Lions. No defensive stats for either squad there, so I cannot report those. But let's go then to the standings and stats report. Let's go through the standings here first. So we have, I'm going to go in order it is on here, alphabetical order. Brilliant, 0-2. Chilton, 0-2. Kiel, 0-2. KLC, 0-2. New Holstein, 1-1. Roncalli, 1-1. Two Rivers, 2-0. And then Valors, 1-1. So that's how non-con wrapped up here. And the, your stats leaders for the first two games. For passing yards, you guessed it. Justin Klinkner, 514. Connor Faust, then second with 312. Max Miller in third with 292 yards there. For him, rushing yards, Chase Mathias, 269. Brayden Reimer, 227. I wonder how many Reimer had in game two. We do not have those stats, so maybe maybe Reimer's ahead of here. I don't know. But then we have Mason Buten at third with 162. Receiving yard leaders, Xander Pop, 136. Austin Phillips, 102. Elijah Mott, 100. You guessed it. All two Rivers Raiders. But if you guys know any stats or something that I did not report accurately or whatnot, that's that's incorrect on with sports, please send them in. We'll get that all situated. We'll get that taken care of. But let's go through the week three games. So this ends up being week one of conference games, I guess I should add. And we have some good ones here right away. So I'm looking forward to it. So let's go through them. Chilton and KLC. So Chilton's traveling there to Kohler to face KLC Blue Bombers, I believe, is their team name. So that should be... I'm leaning Shelton in that game. It should be a great game, though, I think, from the get-go. We'll see how KLC performs on their home turf. Keel and Brilliant. I'm looking forward to that one as well. That should be... Both those opponents will see how they perform in conference. Roncalli and Two Rivers. Um, Two Rivers is looking... I mean, they're looking to continue their dominant stretch. let it's looking like they can do that here against Roncalli. But let's see what Roncalli Ron, Ron can do. Can they put up a fight in that first quarter? Can they do that like they did against Ocano? Who knows? Valders and New Holstein. That should be a great game as well. That's probably the game of the week right now. I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing that one. I, I think, you know, with that one, um, both those squads, I think, will be middle of the pack. Inter- interesting, or it's going to be intriguing matchup. Want to see how Valors can perform against this team like New Holstein that's going to run the ball a lot. I mean, look what Howard's Grove did. They ran the ball a lot. Let's see how Valors can perform. That's going to be my game of the week. And second, those Keel Brilliant. Third, Chilton KLC. And then fourth is going to be Ron Colley to Rivers for my games. You know, my games of interest. So how I'm doing that is if I was able to go any of the games, which ones would I go to? That's how I'd roll it this week. However, but Next, we'll, we'll get into matchups then next week for week four, week two of conference. But that's your EWC report. So let's now transition here a little. We're going to go to Major League Baseball. I know it's a weird transition. It's a hard transition to do, but we're going to do it. So looking at it from the Milwaukee Brewers, it was um, a week where I had them going. I had four and two. I was like, come on, you got the Cubs at home. Should be able to sweep it based on kind of how the team's looking right now. You get two out of three. Okay. But before you're, I mean, you had three game series against the best team in baseball right now. And uh, you win one, you lose the next two by a lot. You give up 22 combined runs. Corbin Burns has his worst start of the year, arguably. So tough, tough way to go out there in that series. But 
yeah, Cubs series was nice. I was at the Sunday game there on the 28th. Uh, great win there, 97 win. Should have been 9-4, 9-5 win, whatever. Not mad, but just the, the bullpen had had some issues, but whatever. Uh, Christian Yelch, he's hitting the ball the hardest he has been hitting it in years, which I know is like his max exit VLO and his average exit VLO have still been in the 90th right percentile. It's been where you want it, but especially these, these past two days. I mean, every ball's been 95 miles per hour plus. Four-hit game on Saturday, three-hit game on Sunday, two home runs this weekend. Put together awesome at-bats against left-handed pitching. Went left center on his home run on Sunday. It was just, it looked like 2019 Yelch, 2018 Yelch, I'd say even. Um, just watching it, you definitely have to agree with me on that. Brandon Woodruff, the big woo, looked awesome on Saturday as well. Got to highlight that. But otherwise, we'll, we'll kind of move towards this week. I believe it's week 21 is what I have it down as on the record predictions. That's like based on the ones I've done. I'm pretty sure that's accurate. Uh, but yeah, we got seven games on that slate. You have three games against the Pirates. They should be gimme games, but they just haven't been. They got swept against them last time in Pittsburgh. It was frustrating. I'm sure many of you remember. Three games there. Four games then at Arizona against the Diamondbacks. Against Corbin Carroll, yes, he got called up there for Arizona. They got four games out there. 840, 840, 7-10, 3-10 are those four games there. Sorry, I, didn't, I did not read the Pirate games. 7-10, 7-10, and 1-10 there, Monday through Wednesday at American Family Field. Season seat holder appreciation day on that Monday night. And then also kids and seniors day on that Wednesday one ten game. Nothing going on at Tuesday. Those are your promos. So keep those in mind. Seven games. Five and two is the record I'm predicting. Yes, you might be like, wow, you are predicting the Brewers to win again. Shocker. But look, there are they got to win. I mean, they, they got to win some games. I know every team can say they got to win some games, but the Milwaukee Brewers, I think the offense is doing things right now that we haven't seen them do. These last, I mean, these last four games, they put up six runs, three runs, seven runs, nine runs. Um, that's something we haven't seen. I mean, we haven't seen that consistency to put up that many runs in, a, in the month of August at all. And that's where I think. They certainly, if they keep hitting home runs, they keep getting on base. Walking was something. Rowdy Slaz walked three times on Sunday. Look, wa- the walking and, and just putting the ball in play, basically, I think is going to really help this Milwaukee Brewers squad. If they can do that, the, these seven games, five and two is a great record, and that's kind of where I'm predicting them to end up. So that's where I'd go with that. Standings report, though, I wanted to read before we wrap up here. Yeah, I want to keep this episode. A little brief here on this Sunday night, just going through the updates and whatnot. The usual, I should say. So, going through the standings updates in the NL Central, we have the St. Louis Cardinals right with a 73 and 54 record. Currently playing, they were on Sunday night. Not sure. Well, it depends, of course, if they win or not. But if they win, it becomes, it looks like it'll be six games. If they lose, It'll be five games is what I'm seeing there. Um, but otherwise, yeah, the Cardinals, they run away with it right now. It's it's a little scary right now. Uh, their playoff, um, their chance of making playoffs right now um, with ESPN's percentage model says 96.6. Milwaukee Brewers are at 47.8. Uh, 
It's unfortunate, but they're at 67 and 59 is the Brewers. I know five and a half back. Chicago Cubs there, 55 and 73. 18 and a half back. Cincinnati Reds, 50 and 76. 22 and a half back. Then the Pittsburgh Pirates, 48 and 79. 25 back. Therefore, the Pirates. That is your NL Central playoff, or not playoff. Oh, no, not playoff, but your NL Central division report. Wild card, let's go to that. We'll, we'll tell you where the Brewers are in this. 79 and 49 are the Atlanta Braves. They're the top spot, up nine and a half. They're over the last spot there, the Padres. Phillies, 72 and 56. They are two and a half up over the Padres. And the Padres are the last spot. 70 and 59 are they. And they are the third and final spot. So they would be the sixth seed right now. Playing there, I believe it would be the Cardinals right now. It would be Cardinals, Padres. And the Brewers are one and a half back of San Diego's where they stand. So I mean, they're in the thick of it. And what's happened is the, the San Francisco Giants really, you know, they lost four in a row. They're, right now they're six games back of the Brewers. So really it's... The Brewers, and then those other three teams. So right now, I don't want to concede the division, but let's say the Brewers don't win the division. It looks like it's going to be a fight between Brewers, Padres, Phillies, pick two of three, and that those are going to be playoff teams. Do I think the Brewers can make it? Of course I do. Why not? But it, it comes down to the schedule at the end of the year. Brewers have a really unfavorable schedule at the end, facing teams like the Mets, Yankees. It's going to be tough. But I, it is certainly doable if this team starts hitting. I mean, it's as simple as that. But I, I think it can happen. And Padres, we've saw, we saw they've been struggling. It's been a story there, right? Josh Hader actually came into a game today, um, out of the closers role, gave up six runs, I believe, and only recording out again. So a little concerning there for Hader. We wish him the best, right? I mean, think about the success he had for the Milwaukee Brewers and the success he brought them. So got to keep that in mind. But yeah, the Milwaukee Brewers were really hoping for them to turn it around, and I think signs are pointing that they can do it. I mean, they won two in a row this weekend and favorable schedule this week. Let's take it a week at a time. You go five and two this week. You follow Drew's prediction challenge. I think my prediction challenge will get you into the playoffs, is how I'd say it. But that's my brewer talk here. Again, keeping that brief, but gotta go through. Some other announcements before we wrap up. I mean, talked about scheduling, talked about that other stuff. Um, I have a fantasy dynasty basketball league. So dynasty fantasy basketball is how I should word it. We have a ten team league, fifteen dollar buy in, one five fifteen. Uh, right now we're at four or five people around that range, and um, so we're halfway there. And if you have any interest in joining, please just send me a message. We'll get you in, a, in on it. Best ball draft we're doing again Tuesday night for that episode of Journey Million. If you want to be in on that, just send me a message. I'll get you in. It'll be roughly, I think it'll be a $5 entry. It's on Underdog. So just boom, make an account for Underdog. We can help you out with that and get you in the draft. It'll be again Tuesday night. I can give you more specifics if you are interested. So contact if interested for that. But I think that's all the, the announcements. I think I got them all out of the way there, but. I promise, you know, guests will be coming more and more on this episode or on this series here on Mondays to myself solo duty these last few weeks, last two weeks, I think. Just how it is with scheduling and whatnot. But Drew's College Athlete Spotlight is the other thing. Starting back up 
next Wednesday. So not this Wednesday. Next Wednesday, I believe, is when we're going to be starting episode one. So there'll be more guests on, on this stuff. I'm working to get the schedule finalized, but got a lot of guests planned for season two. A lot of great guests, I should add. And not to say the season one guests were not great. They were awesome. They were fantastic. But just bringing in a new lineup here for season two, 15 or so new guests, maybe more. Might might do a 20 episode season here for season two. We'll see. But that's all. Those are always great episodes. Go back and listen to those. I mean, those don't. Those are you can listen to right now. I mean, that are year. Maybe not a year old. They're a little under a year. But go check those out. Is where I'd go with it. And that's gonna wrap it up for myself, Drew Skybrook, here on this Sunday night. So thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Drew's Sports Crew, the perfect podcast for you. Thank you, everybody. Good night.